Hi guys, Salam Nerds here, and we want to talk to you guys about the floods in Pakistan that have damaged almost a million homes and wiped out entire villages. The flooding in Pakistan is due to climate change. The melting glaciers and torrential rain have caused the death tolls to be in the thousands with more than 33 million people displaced. One third of Pakistan is underwater. This is more than a national emergency, this is a humanitarian catastrophe. This is because the CO2 emissions produced by countries like the UK, the US, Russia, and France. Pakistan does not have the infrastructure to withstand this devastation. Even though Pakistan is one of the lowest producers of GHG at 1%, it is one of the top five worst affected by climate change. We here at Salam Nurse are sending direct links to you guys to Islamic Relief so you can donate. Please donate generously. Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. Alright guys, you ready for your first EDM festival? Let's go! Woo! Our first, my my first, my first EDM festival. Yo, 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 it's the Salam Nerds! My name is Steve, aka Watson Geek, I'm here my boy, Chad. to our supporters please like comment share and subscribe yo 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 salam nerds it's your boy neebs aka watch with neebs and i'm here with my co-host jazz aka you know what i would be able to read your nickname but it's too dark in here to read it <laughs> <laughs> Well played, well played. So oh. for everyone tuning in, um, we're all in the dark today because of the <laughs> episode. Oh, man. I was Brutal. like, Yo, we, we had to do this episode in the dark because this entire episode, I ha I was there with a flashlight. Like, what am I looking at? I was with my phone. I was like, what? I was like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> It's, uh, it was too dark. Was oh so my god! Bad. Uh, it, I mean, it, it was, was fine getting an OLED screen, but unless you have like a high dollar like panel, it was just bad. Like on LCDs, like my monitors here, I could not see anything. Whatever no. you set your uh, your your settings to for the long night is what you should have had them on for this entire. Yeah, basically. exactly. Yep. And, and ironically, like this episode here. It's daytime that they filmed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. My camera is a little dirty, but yeah, it's literally yeah. daytime. And Appar they apparently the whole thing is done in daytime, and they do the thing called like night day, where they basically uh, Bro, yeah make it look like oh. night in post production. The entire episode was filmed in the daytime, and they've actually they done this it. on uh, Jordan Peele's new movie Nope, is uh, where they did this, mm. and it's because like when you have like. Uh, scenes with such like background and stuff like that it's impossible to get good shots at night because lighting can only hit like one or two spots where if you want okay. lighting to hit everything evenly i see but jordan peele was able to do it and he i was did... just gonna say nope it... should be a blueprint for that then exactly exactly mm -hmm. god but, that movie's uh... so good <laughs> all, right. all right now the bit's over i'm gonna go put my lights back on hold on one second <laughs> oh one second <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah, this is better. <laughs> I can see all your faces. <laughs> there you go. There are the beautiful oh, There's faces. a background, yes. Here. Jazz turned off his camera to turn the lights on because he's probably wearing shorts underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it, it's a bit worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. Uh, free, free, brother. 
Oh man, oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we already got some people in the comments. Maybe that's why darkness is so unnatural. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, but man. If you, have to, if you have to squint to look at what happened, no, it's you're not doing a good job. I actually watched it on my phone, which was a lot better. If you take your phone and turn up the brightness, you can, can actually, actually see, see it. Things. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. your phone has an OLED display. That's usually the thing. So yeah. Yes. Yes. I love you too. <laughs> oh, look at all these shots. Yo, JJ. Okay, let's introduce our guest. We forgot to introduce our in the, in, <laughs> in the darkness. We forgot to introduce our guest. Uh, first, we want to introduce JJ. She's already getting love in the comments. Look at her right now. Back by popular demand. Thank uh, you. <laughs> One of the funnest episodes we've ever had, you've had with JJ. <laughs> um, and then oh, some people are commenting. They are saying, mm -hmm. I saw on Twitter, turn the day into night due to weather conditions, and it ruined the continuity. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, Richard got oh. some fans in the crowd, too. <laughs> so, Jamie. <laughs> Richard, you know you are our only hat trick. You are the only person who's been on the show three times in a week. That's, so that's that's awesome. awesome. That's pretty yeah. dope. Uh, my my evenings aren't, especially weekday evenings, aren't aren't filled with a whole lot. So it's like, well, if I'm up, I'll 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 jump in. Look at all the love you guys are getting in the comments <laughs> section. Crap. Oh my god, this is I think, awesome. I think my TikTok video helped this one. <laughs> yes, let's do it. No, yo, there is so much to go over this week. We got to get started. So like, woo! All right, Oof. let's do it. Let's do it. Let's jump into this. Right. All right. Starts off at the funeral, which yes. I, dude, I was so excited about this funeral. I mean, usually it's weird to say I'm excited <laughs> about a funeral. <laughs> That's a statement. <laughs> no, but I really, really saw some cool similarities be between Islamic culture and okay. the funeral that they had for uh, the Valerians. So one of the cool things that I noticed is um, they basically had something called a janaza. A janaza is basically like a Muslim burial, and they do some of these uh, in the sea sometimes. And one thing they said is like, oh, from the sea you came, from the sea you will return. That is something that we always say. Like, it's like if any Muslim person ever dies, we say this in Arabic. Uh, you just replace the sea with Allah. And it's like you have to say this. Like, everyone has to say this. And I thought that was really, really interesting. And wow. then the thinking, what medieval like uh you know characters in tales and history are black and i'm like the moors the moors have always been black mm -hmm. right and then you think about like who are some famous moors you think of like othello and you're like yeah. oh this is like a shakespearean medieval story why wouldn't they base them off the moors that makes so much sense to do uh and then i was thinking and I'm watching this funeral, and we see these three ladies wearing veils, which almost resemble hijabs. And I'm just like, why are all these things? Very interesting. Right? It may be a reach. I'm not saying it's not a reach, but I'm saying like there are a lot of cool similarities between a Muslim burial and the way the Valarians did it. Uh, interesting. Very what do interesting. you guys think about that? Uh, you want to go first, JJ? I mean, I I can't speak for the customs and for the religion. Um, I don't know if anything. Valerians are very. Um, they're an ancient Valerian family, basically. Yeah. Um, they have magical properties as well, sort of, kind of. If you see them bonding with dragons and, uh, and things of that nature, and they are very much bound to sea and seafaring. Yeah. So, but we don't know much be beyond that, except that they immigrated to Westeros uh, yeah. uh, before Targaryens. But that's pretty much it. So their history is not as flushed out as I I want to. So. 
do they have any pictures of what all Valeria looks like? Because I looked some up and they mm -hmm. look very Islamic. Like there's domes and there's pillars. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, a lot of coincidence here, man. A lot of coincidence here. Because if you look at the, the map, yeah, yeah, if you go look at the map of like Westeros, Essos, you have Sotaris in the bottom, uh, Alteros, I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, you could kind of geographically place like real world places within that map. You know what I mean? So it would not surprise me if they had Islamic influences in some of these um, oh uh, rituals. Yeah. Yo, yo, let me show this real quick, actually, because this looks really interesting. Um, yeah. This looks like Turkey that's the map. The UK. Yeah. yeah, that's a good map. This literally actually. looks like Turkey and then the UK, like right here. Like, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's super interesting, man. A lot of cool coincidence, man. I thought they were really, really uh, cool. I, I wouldn't even call it coincidences because George R. R. Martin loves to loves to take stuff from history and stuff yeah. and reskin it and then call it his own, which man. I mean he does because he changes <laughs> on plagiarization, but like yep. there's definitely okay. influences all over. So oh, yeah. it's definitely not coincidental. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. No hyper, hyper fictional history, kind of what he yeah. calls it. So yeah. No and solo then, has the uh the Arabic inscription of it in the in the whatchamacallit in the yeah. That's really cool. Uh, I thought that was awesome. Um all right, let's talk some more about uh the funeral because we gotta funeral. talk about what Romo's saying, the shade being thrown. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> yes, there was shade being thrown. Yeah. Uh, Richard, Richard, you want to get into that one? <laughs> Um, oh, you mean the the Daemon and Daemon? Um, yeah. <laughs> when it was last year, yeah. Um, I, I think back to like uh, episode one when he's goading Otto, or I'm sorry, Daemon is goading Otto into a response, and uh, you know his brother's response is, you know, you know he loves getting on you. You know why would why do you why do you tempt him with with this? So when he throws that that line about <laughs> God seemed to have been crueler to you. Um, Oh God! Like he was like he like he knew that that's his brother's sense of humor, but um, right as he's like exiting that conversation, if you go back and you look at his mouth when he says I, uh, from you, like I don't need, I like I need not I need nothing from you. But right before, and we look back and we look very closely at his mouth, he's yes. always starting to mouth Rhaenyra. Yes. At least like okay, she caught it if too. You, if you zoom it in and you maybe slow it down, he's trying to say Rhaenyra, and he then he stops, stops it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. What did you think about him snickering while uh while the funeral procession was going on? I honestly JJ. don't have much of an opinion on it, to be honest. I'll, I'll defer was... to someone else. So um if you like a couple of people have posted that uh whole scene and they kind of slowed it down to watch facial expressions. Vaymond, uh Corliss's younger brother, he's basically committing some light treason in mm -hmm. High Valerian. Yeah. Uh, he's suggesting that the kids are not legitimate, which again, that's treason. They are accepted as Valerians. They are Valerians. So mm -hmm. Daemon laughs to distract. And he works because everybody looks at him. Yeah. Because it's oh. so uncomfortable. Even Jacerius uh, is like, notices that because he understands the concept of bastardry. So he, and then Daemon snickers and it's very yeah. uncomfortable, but he takes attention away from Rhaenyra and the boys and what Daemon is doing. Yeah, I like I how I like how you said light treason. It's like diet treason. It's like the, <laughs> all the treason without the calories. Because <laughs> he's saying it, but he's not saying it, and he's only speaking high Valyrian, which only a, a few, a handful of people in that group are gonna understand. So yeah, yeah. So that's why I said light treason. 
I'm looking <laughs> at the comments. Uh, I think a lot of people are in favor of this theory here that he was doing it to distract. It was distract yeah, distraction, was yeah. Because Damon is not stupid. He, he knows yeah, what's absolutely. going on. He's super super calculated. Damon really care about the kids. Like, like even his own kids. I don't know why, but we we all seen the deleted scenes. I don't know why they took that deleted scene out with him hugging the girls. I mm-hmm. have no idea. I have no comment on that because they almost want to make him appear as cruel not cruel cold yeah more so than I, but he is gentle they, they bring out his softer side at least from some of the text evidence that we have but they seem to take that away i'm hoping for some deleted scenes in the like a dvd set or something like that so yeah uh, <laughs> yeah Good morning, brother. Would you like some light trees? <laughs> oh, Pat, I love him. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Pat has the best lines, but he comes in the comment section. Love that, man. Oh, man. All right, let's talk, let's talk a little bit about the cousins because there's a lot of mm-hmm. stuff happening. They're actually oh, not God. cousins. Everybody calls them cousins, but they're actually like nephew and Nephews. niece, right? <laughs> which is kind of interesting. But for, mm-hmm. for the sake of like making sense, we'll just call yeah. them cousins. Cousins, yeah, um, yeah. But they tell him to go connect and go talk to his girl cousins. And we see a little bit of a bond between uh, the girls and uh, Rhaenyra's, uh, mm-hmm. her her sons, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Uh, Richard, you want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah. So, well, just to kind of like jump ahead, who's the first people that, that the girls run to to help them when they see their mother's dragon taking off with somebody on it? They go straight yeah. to the boys. So right? this, this scene kind of establishes them um you know at least because obviously they really don't know each other they might have spent some time in passing over the years but like really they have not been on the same continent especially since daemon has been exiled more or less this whole time and i'm sure his mm-hmm. kids and and lena would be staying with him so i don't see they think they, they saw much of their cousins at all but this mm-hmm. is a good scene where we get to see them kind of at least you know the hand holding like that was that was big if they couldn't do it with words they could do it with with a with a visual, you know? Right. What do you, uh, JJ, what did you think about um, when they were fighting, uh, Mm -hmm. how they came to the rescue of the girls and they were fighting for their honor? I thought that was kind of cool or for their dragon. (laughs) Yeah. That scene was changed a bit um, from the text. Mm. The girls were not there. Um, And the funeral actually, the funeral actually takes place. It was uh, Lainor's funeral. It wasn't Lena's. Lena dies before that. Um, So basically, and Joffrey is five oh, at this yeah. point, Rhaenyra's third son. Yeah. So they're tussling with uh, with uh, Aemon Valerian, and at least in a book, and that's when conflict really breaks out. Basically, um, um, Aemon is beating Jace almost to death, and then that's when Luke strikes him with a knife and cuts his eye out. Mm-hmm. That's how that takes place, yeah. <laughs> I, the moment I saw that live, I went straight to Twitter because I knew someone had already posted the pocket sand meme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was great. The that hell? Was, that was so running good. right to Twitter. It was there. I love the internet. <laughs> I, I actually love that uh, she threw uh, a pretty solid right oh, quote. Loved it. That was dope. I have that gif on my, like, repeat in my head. It it feeds me. That's definitely his, uh, uh, what's it called? She's definitely her daughter's, uh, her her father's daughter. daughter, Yeah. Yeah. That was a beautiful call call to the personality that she's going to be established as more like her father, for Mm -hmm. sure, which Mm -hmm. I love. Oh, we got some comments comments live. My God. Jazz, share some of these comments, Jazz. So, first question, uh, do the greens speak Valerian? Uh, (laughs) Uh, The the younger the, the younger, the boys, the boys yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The boys do because they are actually Targaryen, and 
I'm sure at some point in their uh, in their schooling, you know, growing mm -hmm. up, they would definitely be taught that. For absolutely, sure. yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then Leon was talking about Bela and how it's sad to see him so distant from his kids, especially during the funeral. That was really sad. Oh, Sham brings up a good point. <laughs> yeah, but also now. the the what's it called? The kids are um, they're with their grandparents, you know. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's not like they they're just leaning on him, and he has that you know moment to kind of go and step away and kind of go get his but uh yeah they're, they're with their grandparents so you know they should definitely feel like safe and comfortable you know there, right so. yeah i, I think damon is not the kind of person that expresses that fatherly attachment as someone 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 should expect that's just not he's a man of is. action not really a man of words the, does he have use of this can he make mm. a statement out of this what does this do for him sort of that's yeah. his motivation not to say that he doesn't care for the kids it's just he's not going to show it in a way that people expect I really like how they're flushing out a lot of these younger kids' personalities. Because we got, like, Aegon, who's kind of just a drunk and probably, mm -hmm. like, harassing people sexually. He's doing, like, you know, <laughs> Me Too's on oh, every <laughs> He goes, one of the scenes that he caught me out, he goes, wench, another. <laughs> oh, he did. You're right. Oh, <laughs> You're shit. totally right. I forgot about that. That 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 took me out. That was so funny. I wanted to throw, I was drinking at the time and I wanted to throw my own glass on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> <Other one. laughs> but then you got the younger brother who's uh not Eamon, but the uh from Renaris, who's like, I don't want to be the Lord of Driftwood. I don't mm -hmm. want this because oh. it means everyone Driftmark, dies. Yeah. So he's kind of so like, sad. yeah, he's got the heart. He's like the, he's going to be like the kind person that we, that's, Luke, that's Luke Harris. That's yes. he's the one that strikes the blow on, uh, I've been waiting so long in this podcast to be able to just call him aim on one eye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I can just not have Very to quick not worry about letting that slip. So, you know, what's really funny. Jazz did an episode three days ago with an eye patch on, which was really <laughs> funny. He, you know oh what? my God. That would you know funny. what? I'll be right back. This, yeah. this motherfucker is gonna go put on an eye patch. I know it. I know Hell it. Yeah. All right. I love right. it. Uh, what else are we gonna talk about? Oh, uh, you know, did you notice that as uh, the king was walking by, he called her Emma? Mm -hmm. I didn't catch that. My friend did. <laughs> Shout out to uh, at Keith's Loaded. He caught that. I didn't, and he made me go back and rewatch it a second time. Oh yeah, it was. Very I was like, I was like, when? And then the the Lord Commander of the King's Guard, I forget his name, but he corrects Harold him. Westerling, and, uh, Harold Westerling. Yeah. yeah. Has to hit her with. Has to hit him with the. Should we ask Queen Allison? Queen Allison, <laughs> and then he kind of does the double take, and it's like, oh man, you are not. You're not doing too well, buddy. No, and then marriage no. is already contentious as it is. So exactly. you just, yeah, you just bring that up. It was a fair trade. I got dragged out. <laughs> you got fair trade, yeah. Uh, for the people watching on the audio podcast, uh, Jazz just put on an eye patch. <laughs> Totally did. <laughs> oh man. Even trade. Even trade. Even trade. I, even trade. Mm. All right. Let's let's talk about that. Let's get into it. Cause uh first of all, there's some uncle fucking happening over here, which is like wild. Which I think Good old fashioned Targaryen incest. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a song called Uncle Fucker in South Park. Oh my god. Uncle Fucker. You're a fucking uncle fucker. Oh, I never man. thought that those lyrics would come back. That's what I was thinking about the <laughs> entire time. Fuck your uncle every day. Don't fucking play his uncle fucker. I'm going to make a TikTok with that sound in the background. But like, oh my god, yeah, do that, do that. But it'd be worthless because nobody can see anything, anyways. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. <sighs> 
Hi. Speaking of good old fashioned Targaryen incest, <laughs> <laughs> aren't Damon and Renee going to marry their kids? We're going to get to that in the not oh, so near future. Oh, man. All right. All right. Let's talk about um, Aemon going after the dragon because, mm-hmm. as much as we don't like Aemon, mm-hmm. I got to say, man, took some balls. Took some balls. balls right there. He right. earned my respect there. Yeah. Um, because like he had to not fall off that thing that he was he was the dragon was gonna try to kill him the dragon's like you earned it yeah. what do you think else well well he wanted to burn him initially she wanted to burn him initially like right. the mouth was open and the fire was ri- and then it calmed down that was a huge moment in bonding like you don't get a lot of dragon bonding at least not in game of thrones show and then this is the first time we actually see that happening and it's huge at least for like lore fans so right? I loved yeah. it. I loved it. And it's not just like bonding, like uh, when the is born, it gets attached to you. Like he had to bond with the uh, what you call it, a dragon that was already bonded with somebody, right? With several right. at that time. So yeah, man, like, this kid yeah, is Vagar. Up. I, I I thought about like the first time we saw Vagar um, flying, and you see like all like the like kind of ropes hanging off of it. I'm like, what is the point of all that crap? And then I realized, holy hell, he's so huge. Yeah, he to yeah. Climb, climb ropes to get up to the top of him, and those ended up being what what saved him because he, I mean, if you know anything about like horse saddles, there's a thing called the horn at the front that you usually kind of rest mm-hmm. your hands on. Yes, yes. And those have two horns, and then also like kind of like a guiding uh, a rope or chain, and it's the guiding chain while he's flying up. And so, mm-hmm. if anything, I know he weighs like not even a pound compared to this dragon. But uh, if you were to do that to a horse, his head would keep rising up and back. And that's why I think the dragon just decided, oh, you want to keep pulling on me like that? Fine. I'm going to go like this. Uh, so it was fantastic. I loved, I loved, loved, loved that scene. That was probably my favorite scene. I wish it was just a little bit lighter so we can actually see the sheer size of Vega. She is massive and she's like yeah. 200 plus years old. So ancient, battle ridden, old. She's an old granny. You can see the holes <laughs> in her wings, which are like wild. Right, because she again, her writer was Visenya Targaryen, the original conqueror of Westeros. So yeah. there's She's a huge precedent there. For sure. Jazz, Jazz, you want to read out some of these comments? Yeah. So Hannah's asking uh, what happened to Sea Smoke, and so oh, we'll get to that. Oh, we we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. That's a big one. Yeah, it's a big uh, one. Pat was like, yeah, Pat was saying the exact same thing. <laughs> you oh, trying to claim me? Hope you're wearing clean underwear. <laughs> 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 oh man that's funny no yeah. but you know what's really funny Vagar is the dragon in all the promos and stuff like that that's the one they show so mm-hmm. that's the big deal that's going to be huge it's a huge um, deal huge yeah. huge deal yeah um i'm pretty excited so let's talk about the little fight let's talk about them calling him a bastard like yo, he, yeah. after he came off that dragon dude was, had a different personality oh, he could do anything oh. at that point he mm-hmm. was he was i mean big dick swinging <laughs> not him at all he was hot boy summer he's yes. hot boy yeah. summer he was full ready to rock oh my gosh so oh my god it was fact it was fact i it, i really like that and keep uh, in mind he's been taunted this whole time that he doesn't have a dragon so his father tells him you can get a dragon if you're bold enough and what did he do he gets he the was biggest bold. Yep. He gets the all of them like yeah get wrecked <laughs> yeah and a lot of people are upset you know that he just sort of took the dragon like you can't steal a dragon from reina that dragon is unclaimed she doesn't belong to anybody you know what i mean so there's a little bit of like take emotion out of it like you have a reclaimer. You know I don't I mean? know because like the, uh, like 
the the girl was going to claim her. That was the plan. But she's right. obviously mourning her mom, so she's like, "All right, let me give it a I minute." I get it. I get it. But Amon is not. You know, you're expecting decency out of a kid who doesn't give a crap about his cousins, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Dragon. If he wants it, he he claims it. Take it exactly. It. Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, here's the thing. Did Amon see? Uh, little uncle fucking happening. <laughs> Did he see it? Is that what made him oh run? Oh my god! Because I couldn't, I couldn't make it out. Oh, uh, uh, you mean no? Yeah, like Amon seeing them via like on Dragonback? No, no, no. So, so Amon like flying right. That yeah. happened right when uh, Renera and Damon were together. Uh-huh. Could well, he have in a seen... hut or something? Oh, like I think so. Yeah. Or something. Maybe. Oh, were they? Okay. Yeah. It will be irrelevant. You know what? That would would have been more easy to tell if I could see what was going on. (laughs) Yeah, if he had the same filter, I don't think he's making out faces. Even that bright ass white hair is not. I don't think it's going to happen. And he's having too much fun. Uh, In Fire and Blood, it says he takes two like kind of victory laps around the island. But this one, we kind of only see him like just barely get his bearing with it, and then he just kind of goes back to to uh, to real driftmark. Driftmark, yeah. Still on driftmark at this point, yeah. Yeah, I just want to make sure they weren't on high tide and misspeak. So, um, yeah. So these, I don't, I don't think he was paying attention at all at that no. point. At that point, he's he's so in the zone, cannot be messed with. So, and they're like to, totally two separate events happening. You know what I mean? So the the connection doesn't really make sense. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, all right. Oh, so let's talk about uh, Damon and. <clears throat> and their conversation oh be, by the way i think people in the comments are saying jj your mic is scratching so if you could just hold it yeah if it yeah, brushes yeah, against your oh i see okay okay gotcha i'm sorry <laughs> no problem thanks for the people who pointed that out um so he asked her uh no she asked him did you love her and he goes I, it, it was enough right which i thought was pretty interesting like they had kind of like a a contractual marriage, but there was love there. There was enough there, which mm-hmm. I thought was really good, man. And I wish we got to see more of that. Is there yeah. anything that like we d- we missed out on that might have been in the books and stuff? Um, well, they took their honeymoon, honeymoon, if you want to call it that, back in all in Essos, basically. They were there for a while. From what we know, um, Elena's death is different in the book, uh, the way it was handled versus the show. So from what we know, he cared about Elena. Did he? Does he love anybody is the question romantically. I, it's a tough one to answer. I'll be honest with you. He cared enough about Elena. And that's more than you can ask for in this world where everybody's just really fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just you take crumbs where you can get them. So whether it was true love, like, hard to answer. I'll be honest. And I think uh, she actually accepted that, that it wasn't like, mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. love we think of now. Yeah, but she was like, you know what? You did love me. You did. You were great for everything. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, he did more than his duty, and you could tell like they actually enjoyed like being around each other. Like you know, right. even when right. they were like kind of like quasi fighting before she gives birth or attempts to give birth, um, you could tell like like there's there's like they were comfortable ways, like super comfortable really? and loving each other uh, right. to the point where like that was like an awkward like no like I'm putting my foot down here. And then they're both, you know, they split the way they do. So um, right. yeah, that like, kind of relationship you know, is right, very like, that's like a half cake with some icing on it. That's yeah. that's, right. that's exactly right. That's a good way to put it. 
I was gonna say that kind of relationship is very common to see in South Asian households because you know parents are not that affectionate and stuff like that, and most of the marriages are arranged. So like that's kind of the love that you see. There's like, like you know, they weren't like high school sweethearts or anything, right, right. But like they grew to love each other and they have that respect for each other. And so like when I saw their relationship, it reminded me of a lot of like South Asian relationships that happen in these arranged marriages back in the day. So which I think is very interesting. Um, oh, Michelle says, I think they had a true partnership and their love was more companionship. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Absolutely fair assessment. Yeah, that's a fair assessment. Cool, cool. All right. So let's talk about Allison. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Yo, she, 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 she went a little crazy. <laughs> a a lot little rage, crazy. A lot of rage boiling over that finally just erupted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that that was a long time coming. That oh, was yeah. a long time coming. The interesting thing is she has also instilled a lot of this drama into her kids. And oh, yeah. you see it boil up and oh, get yeah. passed down to the next generation, which is very, like, that happens. That happens in a lot Generational of, like, South Asian well, South Asian stuff, stuff like that. Yep. Look at the, her father. Man. Her father yeah. did the same to her. Now she's doing it. It's just passing on that trauma, passing on those sort of biases and knowledge and whatever they're, the high towers are about down to their children. So, um, yeah, what happened with the boys and, and the girls, it was going to happen. That keg was just bursting to explode. Yeah. yeah, she went full Alex Karen. Went full Karen mode. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and she is a Karen because not just in, in that mode, but mm -hmm. also – like she is virtuous and uh, yeah. pretends to be righteous and all that stuff, right? And then, like when she attacks Renaris, she's like, "Yes, now they see you for who you are." And like, I feel like Renaris let her stab her. That's the impression that I got. What about you oh, guys? So I, I kind of like the the mirroring between what happened with Sir Harwin and um, Kristen Cole in the training yard. How he kind of goads him into into attacking him, so that way, even though he doesn't confess. Oh his crimes right here we're uh we're getting to see uh basically Rhaenyra do the same thing to Allison like right back like like she learned from goaded her and then yeah, yeah goaded her into a text of like yes now even though you don't say anything out loud everybody sees you like the way I've seen you this whole time so and you have to look at Allison from a perspective where she comes from the high towers are tied to old town which is where the the sept the great sept is think of uh the faith of the seven as an equivalent maybe to Catholicism. Mm -hmm. So she they're very pious. They're very that whole religion is very like patriarchal, however you want to put it. So she's very highly tied into it. There's a lot of rules, especially rules for women. Mm. She has to follow those rules. You know what I mean? And she's stuck in a marriage that's loveless with a corpse of a man while Rhaenyra oh, sort God. of is an with Rhaenyra being heir to the throne, she has sex for pleasure and she doesn't get punished for that. Her virginity has been compromised. So she has bastards. No consequences for her actions, but Allison has to live by these rules that Rhaenyra keeps breaking and not getting punished for. So when she attacked Rhaenyra, it wasn't even about Amon. I don't think she gives two shits about those kids. Like the way she's, an <laughs> the way she's annoyed yeah. with uh, little Helena was pretty yeah. evident. She keeps slapping Amon, um, Aegon around. While all he wants to do is wank off and fucking get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like those kids don't deserve that mistreatment, in my opinion. But she keeps just basically passing on her rage onto them and that's mm -hmm. going to definitely manifest yeah. as Rome was saying the jealousy's so thick she had to cut it with the knife oh basically <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, i do think that one of the interesting parts is that like she became so emboldened in like that argument that she was like Kristen Cole, give me his eye. I was like, what? Bro. I was like, Kristen, mm. Kristen, you need to you chill. Yeah. <laughs> treat, 
But yeah, when, when Kristen calls, like, bro, you gotta pipe it down. down. Like, like if he's telling you that, and it's and it's like this situation. Ugh, you're was, doing yeah. something wrong. Yeah, you, you, made you, the, you made the line like, uh, you know, I am swore to to be yours, but I'm also only swore to defend you and protect you. I am not sworn to attack for you. Yeah. The, oh, I'm like, glad he made a distinction. But like the nerve of this motherfucker, like didn't you, he, when he was like, oh, we never expected to protect princes from themselves. Like, didn't you just kill a dude like a few years At a ago? wedding with no consequences. Yeah. Like wild, mm. wild that guy. Oh my God. Well, as Allison said, is it on her side or is it on everyone else's side? As long as it's on her side, it's okay. <laughs> that and yeah. she says that to Laris Clubfoot mm-hmm. or in the previous episode, like I need my father. Like you know, your father is going to be impartial. I he'll be impartial, but to me, exactly. so it's like as long as he upholds what I have to do, I'm good with that. So, yeah. I like how at the end of the episode, like she has to like basically point blank tell him like no 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 we. We had a miscommunication last time, so let me be very clear. Stand down and stand by. And they they almost implied that he might be crushing on her or in love with her. The way he's looking at her, the way he's like lurking around her, I almost seemed like he was. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Stop. He's in love. He is like doing everything for her to be that like knight in shining armor. We see guys do it all the time with love bombing. Like he is totally crushing on her. Wait, who are we talking about, Laris? Yeah, yeah, the club yeah. foot. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't agree. I feel like he can't love anyone but himself. I think he's only interested in himself. He killed his own brother and father. I don't know. Could he love anyone? He Fair. did it for her though. He also knows that the king's gonna die soon, and that she will be looking for a husband. And so, why not accelerate his rise to power now, so that way he's suitable, a suitable suitor. And then, if it comes to that, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. It makes and sense. And then, uh, but I, I think. <laughs> I don't even want to call him like Larry Strong anymore. I want to call him Larry Simp because oh, he's <laughs> really <laughs> all right. All right. For Allison I, doing anything, like oh, I love that. I, I I'm under the I, I'm on the I'm on the plane where like I don't think he's simping for her. I think he's just super evil and devious. But you guys might convince me. You might have convinced me, but I, I need a little bit more convincing. I think I think by doing all of these favors, just that is alone the act of simping. It might be for his own benefit, but yeah, he is yeah. in the process, he is simping. Okay. Th- think Peter Baelish. That's he's the uh, uh, Clubfoot oh. is the blueprint for Baelish. Hannah so. makes a good point at the funeral. Where the way he was staring, that was not sneaky. Oh no. yeah, it was. So, well, <laughs> that even was Chris, not Chris, sneaky. Kristen Cole noticed it. Didn't yeah. he alert her to the lurking? Yeah, yeah. so he was being very, very. And, and why wasn't he? And why wasn't that stupid fucker at his own dad's funeral? You. Yeah, like, that, that's that's, that's a clue weird. number one. Like, uh, see, he doesn't even want to go near Heron Hall because I think even he thinks that it's cursed. He <laughs> yeah, just no. doesn't want to be there. Let's let's talk about that. What is this Heron's curse that everyone oh. talks about? Uh, JJ, you want to go? Take this, JJ? Oh yeah. So, oh my God, Heron the Black. Oh God. So he was, he stems from the Ironborn and he ruled Ironlands and the River Run for a while, right right around Aegon's conquest, right? So it took 40 years to build Hall. It's this great monstrous castle that's completely by his standard impregnable. Huge five towers, just like curtain walls, you name it, like just massive. No one can touch it. There's rumors that Heron sacrificed people and infused blood into the mortar. Mm-hmm. So the whole bil- the whole castle is sort of literally drenched in blood. And mm-hmm. then he cut weirwood trees, which are sacred to the mm-hmm. Northmen, to build basically like foundation and other beams and all that stuff. So that castle is just a monument to hubris, monument to a man. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, God's punished 
hair in the black when and then Aegon the Conqueror arrives with the dragons. <laughs> so and there's an iconic line in uh, 3 BC, right? As Aegon descends to conquer Westeros, he he goes to Harren like submit or else he's like, yeah, you're in touch with me. I'm in Harren Hall. It's impregnable. You get you can't do shit. Mm -hmm. So Aegon is like, uh, by the time the night ends, your line will end. So he comes back. So Damn. he comes back with Balerion the Black Dread and basically cooks Heron in one of the towers. Wow. Yeah. And the rest of his sons alive in that. Correct. Time. And it's a rumor that they're ghosts or they're some some kind of variation of them haunt the halls. Mm -hmm. And if you look upon Heron, if you see him as ghost, you're set on fire. Oh it's crazy. Yeah. Well, they, um, they, they said that the day that the last brick was laid at Heron Hall was the day that Aegon landed. Um, yes, and, yes. And so yes, he 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 he. Uh, the day that the shit, I forgot where I was going. But anyways, they Heron. Yeah, he. Ugh. He was pretty bad. He yeah, was the, he, the towers, he they melted like candle wax whenever he was just torching it, and then yeah, it's another. Wow. Point. And well, not only that, he he depleted all of the funds and money out of like river uh, riverlands and oh, Iron so Islands. Oh, he just completely bankrupted the whole that whole area to build that castle. He was very cruel, known for his cruelty, like insane cruelty. Oh man, that's a lot of backstory. <laughs> that's well, great. Hall is. I know. Whoever takes Harrenhal, they're literally doomed for the line to end. Yes, oh, everyone, no one, no one alive, because obviously Harrenhal keeps changing hands because people just keep all the dying. Time. Every single person, and the last person to hold Harrenhal is oh, Peter oh, Baelish. <laughs> oh no, Peter and, Baelish and is the Lord of Harrenhal. Yeah, <laughs> they make it a point before, uh, like at the end of the oh, show, where they're kind of like divvying up all the, all the like, oh, who's going to get what castle and this and that. No one mentions Heron Hall. Heron Hall. <laughs> That's funny. That would have been like really good. Like if like a bad guy had lived to the end and then he inherited Heron Hall, I would have been like, I know what's going to happen to you. That's funny. All right. You well, just you, go on Heron Hall. <laughs> you mentioned rumors. So let's talk about mm -hmm. the rumors that will circle after what happened with uh, Damon and Renera and their masterful plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I thought that was really, really cool. Um, I did not expect the ending. I really thought that they went ahead with it like the way they explained it to us. And then we found out that, no, it was a little bit of a ruse. Uh, JJ, you want to talk about that? So this is a massive, massive change from Fire and Blood. And it changes mm -hmm. a lot of things moving forward. And I'm going to try to tread lightly not to spoil future events of the show. Right. We can take stuff offline if people are interested. Um, Lenor dies by two accounts in Fire and Blood. So the way Fire and Blood functions, it's written by a perspective of a bunch of people. You have Gildane, Eustace, Mushroom, who is this little court jester who kind of exaggerates events. So mm. Carl Corey um, is set to murder Lenor out of jealousy because he set him aside. He got a new boyfriend, so he killed him out of jealousy. Mushroom yeah. says that Daemon hired Carl to kill Lenor so he can get Rhaenyra. So that's mm. how he ends up marrying Rhaenyra. Mm. But apparently, that's not what happened. Now, Lenor survived and went back east. Yeah. Also, um, whenever I hear the name Carl, it's such a weird name to have. <laughs> like, I think Q A R L. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's hilarious. Hey, I always Carl. think of Walking Dead. He's like, Carl, Carl, <laughs> <laughs> Carl. <laughs> 
<laughs> you oh, have Rhaenyra, Viserys, uh, Rhaegar, and then Carl. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in Star Wars where there's a guy named Tim out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> Andor, yeah, and they added an extra M to make it more. Yeah, exotic. the extra M. The extra M stands for motherfucker. Cause fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. No, seriously. Oh, Snitches. I, I mean, sorry. Bitches got snitches. All right. So so it was a cool plan. So I was like, how are they going to convince them that that's his body? But I realized he cut off the hair and put it mm -hmm. on the other body of the guy he snapped the neck of, which I thought oh, yeah. he just burned him to a crisp. And, and burned then, the face so you can't. Yeah, see. they burned all of the upper body. Um, mm -hmm. I, I really like, you know, I, I tweeted about it earlier this week that, you know, uh, Ramsey Bolton's quote, um, Whenever he's uh, asking uh, Reek about, uh, you know, basically, was, no, what did happen to the Stark boys? Like, I never found them. And then uh, Ramsey says, and burnt them to a crisp so no one would know. Yeah. And so they, they pull the same. That's, oh, my God, that's good. Yes, you're right. Uh, Shit, you're dude. Right. And then, but I do want to say when this scene started and I knew where they were going to go with it, you know, without the, the twist at the end that Leonor lives, I got out of my chair and I was like, Team Green, this too far. This is way too far. Team I know. Green. Me too. Me too. And then when they flipped it back at the end, I was like, I should have never doubted Team Green. <laughs> <laughs> We're bad. Exactly. <laughs> Rhaenyra and Damon said gay rights. Period. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest allies of all time. Ever. And they Ever. killed him. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. That's Michelle brings fun. a good point. I'm very happy they didn't do the bury the gays trope. So. Yes. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. No, that was good. True I always, but I also like the fact that she's like, you know what? People are going to think that we did this, and you know what? Let them think. Let mm -hmm. them have the whispers mm -hmm. because then they won't know what we're capable of. So they get the reputation without actually having to do the bad deed, which I thought was really right. cool. Or at it's least actually, consequences for them. So yeah. Blame was right. I, uh, I do wonder, um, so, um, I'm sorry, Damon was supposed to take, you know, wanted to take that deal with the, the Matt, the, whoever from Pentos that was going to offer him that land and all that. I was mm -hmm. thinking with the whole sea smoke, you know, what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe sea smoke just kind of sniffs him out and goes overseas. And then basically he just holds to the same deal that daemon was going to take since now daemon's stuck on dragonstone oh. he's not going to go and, and you know fight all that stuff because he's got another war that he's got to fight meanwhile Lenor, hey there's this great opportunity for a dragon rider to just make all this money and screw whoever he wants to screw you want to take this opportunity and i, I don't know i, I mm, not that we'll ever get to know but i'm thinking that's kind of potentially where he went jj it's what possible. do you think what happened to sea smoke um Oh, this is a tough one to answer because I just don't want to spoil the events oh, that, okay. that are going mind. to happen. Because again, keep in mind what dragon riding means. You can only have one one rider per dragon while the, each lives. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. um, a lot of people have asked me, at least in my comments, wouldn't Sea Smoke sense that Lanor is alive or dead? Yes, he would. But again, you if you are a person looking at the dragon, you don't know what that dragon might be feeling. You know what I mean? Is he in, is he in distress? Is he happy? Is he... He could just be floating around. He doesn't have to be claimed. And if somebody tries to claim him, obviously they're going to. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? So will Lena return? There's a rumor. Oh, God damn it. Um, I can't answer that without spoiling the events. Yeah, of the, yeah. of the, I'm sorry, guys. 
Uh, one last thing that we didn't talk about before we mm -hmm. go. Otto Hightower is the hand again. Like, mm. how convenient. And then he had that conversation with his daughter where she was like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. I know I messed up. And he's like, no, good. Let the evil flow through your veins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that, JJ? Um, well, that's just basically reaffirming what Otto has been doing, moving chess pieces for Allison to get to that point where the rage boils over so mm -hmm. that she's finally get, got to a point of like pure hatred for Rhaenyra and that whole faction over there so they can finally get into the battle mode. And he says that, you know, now we have Vagar yes. <laughs> implying future events, you know what I mean? So he, I think he just groomed her to be who she is actually at this point, which is a reference to a book. He said it was worth a thousand sh ships, right? Or a thousand. Uh, a thousand, basically he paid the price. Like you could pay that price a thousand times and still yeah. you come out on top with Vagar. And he's right. And he's absolutely yeah. right. You got the big bad. Absolutely. Right. You um, have the nu nuclear bomb. Yeah, exactly. 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 I, I thought like when, and I might've said this last week, but now it's definitely confirmed when I see Otto and Allison conversating and, and actually like scheming, uh, at this point, it really just makes me think of how much more dangerous Cersei could have been oh. if, if Tywin had properly groomed her. Groomed her, yes. Oh and he was just like, no, yes. woman, go breed because that's your job and, you know, F off. And yeah, she, she, you know, and Tywin tells her like, I don't distrust you because you're a woman. I distrust you because you're not as smart as you think you are. So mm -hmm. why didn't you just teach her better? You spent exactly. four hours a day with Jamie trying to get him to read. You could have spent a little bit more time, you know, teaching your daughter things. I was going to say, you know, but. Mm. No, no, that's actually <laughs> a fantastic comparison. Because Cersei, what it could have been second Tywin. It's his son, Ty uh, Tyrion, that's basically second Tywin in the making. But Cersei had the potential had he paid some attention to her. She she's got, very dumb. She is a stupid character. She got the, <laughs> the, the, the basically like the, the job that Allison is like still like willing to fight a war for her mm -hmm. son on the throne, her bastard, mm -hmm. maybe her bastard son, but right, right, right. right. Son on the throne and her whispering in his ear, basically ru ruling through him. And Allison's like willing to, you know, burn half the seven kingdoms to do this. Yep. And I mean, I guess Cersei was too, but Cersei's just an idiot and she squandered the possession. So, mm -hmm. yeah. All right. 100%. Cool. This, this, okay, guys. Like, we got like five more minutes and like, I want to read out some of these comments. Thank you for all the people commenting. Sham, Sham. Yes. Sahela, Thank you, guys. All of these Michelle, people. Hannah. Hannah like, who's the hell is she here? Oh, my God. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, many cool hey, I love her. Nara. Like, I can just go on and on, Michelle. Like, yes, yo, so many people in the comments today, guys. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, all of that stuff. Thank you for coming on. Uh, let's have some final thoughts before we end this episode. Uh, JJ, you want to go first? Um, the same issue that I've had with the rest of the season is the pace, it's just everything is moving really way too fast. I just don't have time to process a lot of it. I thought this episode was a little too dark. Um, those are two yeah. critique, critiques that I have, but as far as <laughs> <laughs> it's too dark. Very nice. <laughs> but it's definitely a, a chessboard and pieces are set for the factions to be formed and for, for dance to start, basically. I, I enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed Vagar and Amon bonding. Um, Damon and Rhaenyra's lusting for each other finally and getting together after all these years. And they only got married really fast because they don't have time to spare. Right. <laughs> Viserys would have stopped that wedding. Plus, they need to consider future and her legitimacy, mm -hmm. especially after Vaemon implies, you know, the boys are bastards. Oh, yeah. 
So when Valerians are saying that on top of the green, so they need to speed up the process. So yeah, yep. I liked the episode. It was very, very good. Very dramatic. <laughs> Richard, what about you? What are your final thoughts of the episode? Um, not just very dark in picture and quality, <laughs> but, but in overall, in tone, I do understand why they went with the, with the darker tone. And yes, like you were saying, you know, the whole, we do need the, the, the time jumps because unless they have six seasons to go about this, and yeah. this is supposed to be just a kind of a small story, Right, um, right. I get that. Uh, so, yeah, the pacing is, I, I understand why people are frustrated with it, but, you know, get over it. You're going to fucking watch and enjoy it anyway, so shut up. <laughs> um, but uh, outside of that, um, yeah, no, this this episode was, uh, I've been waiting for this one because I've been obviously waiting for, for Amon. Out of all, I mean, obviously, out of all the greens, he's going to be obviously the badass. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, that's not a spoiler, but I wanted to see kind of his development go from, the kind of timid kid, you know, of, of mm-hmm. last episode yeah. and, uh, Oh, uh, last, sorry, last episode when, when I was telling y'all that, uh, she might have the power of prophecy and this and that as she's playing with her, um, yep. caterpillar or whatever she says, you know, and she, his mom's shaking him like you will ride a dragon one day. And she says, and he'll have to close an eye, mm-hmm. or close an eye forever or something like that. And yeah, Whatever she was on about today, I don't know what it is. If she's she might be like autistic or something like that, but she is in full prophecy mode and she don't even fucking know it. So yeah, I think Helena is having a very powerful dragon dreams and they're affecting her like personality. That's why she's so like in like closed it's- off. You know what I mean? She reminds me of Patchface from um, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones a lot. It's a little, it's mm-hmm. another core jester that has riddles and prophecies. Um, which I think is a reincarnation of Lord of the Light, but that's a little different. Um, but yeah, it reminded me of that. <laughs> yes. Oh, before we go, JJ, uh, yes. I forgot to say, uh, where can people follow you? Where can people mm-hmm. find you? So TikTok and Twitter or where I'm mostly at, um, Cat Lady JJ on both. So if you like Game of Thrones, The Song of Ice and Fire, Star Wars, Marvel, right, right now I'm in a House of the Dragon mode because it's happening and it's current. But yeah, yep. I talk about all kinds of nerdy things. And uh, every Sunday, uh, Mesa Window and I and Josh, we do a discussion on the episodes right after the episode airs. So it's a lot of fun. A lot of people join in and we share well, memes. It's pretty hilarious. Awesome, JJ, awesome. you might have to actually uh, do a TikTok live right now because I think a lot of people in the comments want to know more. They have a lot of questions that weren't oh, yeah. answered. Oh, I get um, it. <laughs> you may have to do that tonight, actually. So uh, good luck, okay? <laughs> Uh, I wish I could quit my job and do this all day. I swear to well, God. Guys, but we do have time. We're over the time. So, uh, oh, Richard, I forgot. Do you want to promote anything? If you don't want to follow me on Twitter, it's at fuckoffharvey. Uh, <laughs> uh, go for it. But I don't post a whole lot. But you will see from time to time. I do. It's it's Houston sports <sighs> and, and my dumb idiot thoughts throughout the day. And then also, especially around House of the Dragon, there will be um, – I try not to spoil too much. I, I try to like have this kind of a tone when speaking about it, but there's definitely a, there's definitely a House of the Dragon content there if you want to find it. So. Awesome, awesome. Well, guys, that's the end of our episode. We have another episode that's starting in one minute. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's about The Bachelor, so it's probably not interested to you guys, but if you guys <laughs> like The Bachelor, feel free to stick around for that one. Uh, but thank you guys for coming on. This was so much fun. Always fun. You two are probably the most knowledgeable about Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon, and it's so much fun having you guys on here. Can't Anytime. wait to have you guys back. It's awesome. Uh, until Until next time, guys. Salam, nerds. Peace. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>